This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. Both of them were goldfish. It was the cannon of an airplane. He stabbed him with an icicle. At the time of the beep, the episode will be episode 90. Beep beep. (laughs) (laughs) I ruined it. Was that the Roadrunner? Start over, start over. Hold on, no, 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 (laughs) no. No, I have been trying to catch this fucking road. Runner. Was that a beep beep or a meep beep? Do you I, ever regret a bit you start? <laughs> it sounded it sounded like a beep beep. Now, I have this uh, acne box with this uh, log stick. No, and you a have steak. You have acne. I am sorry. I have pot marks <laughs> all over my face. Beep, beep. My oh. name is Sly the Fox. I'm Elvester Flumbed. And. I'm Aaron Keefe from episode 90. This is episode 90. Of Hey Riddle Riddle, the podcast for you, by the people. If our episode was... For uh, kids, by, by kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> if, if this episode was human, we'd be living in Florida. Or at least snowbirding. Yeah. If this podcast were human, it would be dead. <laughs> this podcast dies at 30. Yeah, this podcast would have an increased risk of contracting the coronavirus. Oh, Hey Riddle Riddle, that burned down years ago. <laughs> Oh, this podcast is too old. This podcast is by 90-year-olds for 90-year-olds. Speaking of us being too old, can I just can we just not do this one and just like watch an episode of TV instead? Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. What do you want to watch? <laughs> oh, um, I would love to do that. That's a good question. Um, like Wait a second. Are you saying this because you have a plan? <laughs> no, we could watch reality TV or no. we could just watch Vito. We could go to TBS and watch reruns of Rules and Organization BRU, Bad Reynolds Unit. You know that show that's been on NBC. For oh, right, right, right. Years, the yeah, detective show. Of course. You know those shows. They're Love like, that show. Procedural, yeah. right? Yeah. And you told me before we began to accept your premise. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you to accept my proposal, and you knocked the ring out of my hand. It rolled down the street and into the gutter. Well, yeah, I call a proposal a premise because you're a pre-miss, <laughs> a pre-misses. Well, Aaron wanted to do for our 90th episode. She wanted to do 90 Day Fiance, but call it 90 Episode Fiance. And we told her, no thanks. Yeah, we, we said veto on that. Can you believe that neither of them are in love with me? Let's get to the premise. <laughs> How uh, can we be in love with you when we have so much love for ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how love works. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm all filled up. Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm all good for just myself. <laughs> Table for one. Okay, okay. Let's watch my favorite episode. It's actually my favorite episode. The name of this is? Rules and Organization, Bad Riddles Unit. Rules and organization. This was a special. Bad riddles unit. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 so yes. it's like they are not actually solving a crime. Mm. There's just like, they're, it's just like a, a thing. Uh-huh. And so they are solving crimes on this show? Don't worry about it. 
This one, you guys, this is no Riddle City, so everyone chill the fuck out. <laughs> um, and this is sort of, uh, it's brought, it says it's brought to us by Kelly because she gave me this book at a World News show. Thank you, Kelly. Well, we should use her. Her real name is uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> you might know her as TV's Kelly Kapowski. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You gotta be pretty young to get that <laughs> reference. Um, all right, so let's just watch it. And uh, here it goes. Bum, bum. Wait, dead stop. (laughs) (laughs) You you do know we have an audio engineer, right? (laughs) Are you doing an an eighth grade performance of the Telltale Heart? (laughs) Oh, my mom gave you that VHS. (laughs) I asked her not to. Uh, All right, here we go. Detective Midge Crunch. Detective Benny Solvums, get into my office. It's me, Chief Veronica Latooth. <laughs> you two have been stuck behind a desk for five months because of that terrible thing you did. You're not in the field anymore. Want to say what you did? I shot a garbage man. <laughs> and I pissed off a roller coaster. Not, mm-hmm. not pissed off. I made, them, I made a roller coaster mad. And I didn't. By pissing off of it. Yes, yes. And when I said I shot a garbage man, I meant I uh, launched a garbage man into space. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, can I change my name to Ocelot Daniels? <laughs> no. <laughs> you you came up with Benny Salva. I would like, is, and I would like to change my name to Veronica Latooth. No, <laughs> as much as you came up with Veronica Latooth four seconds before we started recording, it doesn't mean that's not mine forever. I'm who? You are. Uh, Midge Crunch. Midge Crunch. And I'm Ocelot Daniels. No, you are Benny. <laughs> also known as Sleepy Mischief. You are Benny Salva. <laughs> and I am Veronica Latooth. And I'm Midge Crunch. I'm a detective. And you're? Ocelot Daniels. No, Benny Salva, and you're a detective. And I am? Veronica Latooth, and you're our boss, I presume. Mm-hmm. And my cousin is Maria CVS. <laughs> is everyone clear on what's going on? Can we all say some of our cousin's names? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, George Foreman, the boxer. Mm-hmm. Cousin of mine. Uh, Crystal... Pepsi. <laughs> Crystal Clear Pepsi? <laughs> oh, I want to change my name to Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> well, you two are two of the best detectives we had. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. You were walking around New York City in the biggest suits I've ever seen, well, solving we, crimes and saying things on sidewalks. Well, ha- what? Well, well we I was just going to say big suits were big uh, Talking Heads fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, big suits, big ties, big attitudes, solving big crimes. Biggest suits I've ever seen is probably Meghan Merkel because <laughs> she's kind of the biggest name from that show. She's on... Suits before she became the queen, I want to say. Wait, is this show in the 90s? Yes. Great. Great. And now I know. And now I know that. That wasn't said. <laughs> Didn't I say big suits and big ties? Okay, yeah. Did I say Meghan Markle? What I meant was Princess big Diana. Suit, big ties. So uh, you've been doing enough paperwork. You've been behind the desk six, seven months doing this paperwork. Oh, I yeah. thought I'd give one of you the opportunity to go back in the field, solve some cases. So... You're both going to sit here with me for about 40 minutes with 20 minutes of commercial breaks. 
No, I'm good. My parents are rich. No, no. <laughs> In the 90s, it didn't matter. Um, care. <laughs> care. <laughs> care about this. <laughs> Buy into these steaks. Um, oh, what kind of steaks are they? Oh, are these Omaha gold? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you some cases. Are these those Trump steaks that are full of spiders? <laughs> <laughs> these are these Trump steaks that uh, it's a fake. You get a fake degree after you uh, uh-huh. eat them. Um, are we? A fake degree burn. Yes, we're ready. We're ready? Uh, whoever solves them first gets the point. Whoever gets the most points gets to go back into the field. The and other the, one has to stay behind a desk, and the rotten loser, away. The loser has to go apologize to that Ferris wheel you peed on. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> are, are we ready? Yes. We're ready. Does anyone need a, a big cup of black coffee? Yeah, I'll take a big cup of black coffee. And here's my badge and here's my gun. And big cup of black coffee? I'd like to take a big cough. Mm-hmm. Of cuppy. <laughs> cuppy. <laughs> cuppy. Is everyone in the biggest suits I've ever seen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is All the right. biggest one I own. I'm Veronica Latouse. My haircut is ridiculous. My suits have the widest leg pants you've ever seen. Let's do this. My name's Midge Crunch, and my mustache is in a different zip code. Adel? <laughs> 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 We all had one ready. <laughs> when you when you have one ready, Adam, yeah. just say you it. just jump right in, buddy. Um, Benny, solve them. Uh-huh. Okay, ready. Your first case, and then the sound effect of that goes here. Creek slam, strip, crap. A single man is found dead, face down in the snow, far from his home. There are no tracks around him, and it has not snowed in several weeks. Hundreds of people witnessed his death, but only he could have prevented it. Smokey the Bear. Forest fires. It's not smoke, it's ash. And that's a smoking hot ash, if I don't say so myself. Nope. Wait, what? What about it? <laughs> <laughs> what about it is no. But some of that must Mitch? have been right. Yes. I'm making you keep score because I don't want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let me just get my little Midge card. Want me to read it again? Please. Sure. A single man is found dead. Face down in the snow, far from his home. There are no tracks around him, and it has not snowed in several weeks. Hundreds of people witnessed his death, but only he could have prevented it. Hmm. So face down in the snow, it hasn't snowed in several weeks. He runs a slushy machine, and he's a single man, so his his partner just left him? It's a trick question. No such thing as a single man, because every man walks with Jesus. (laughs) Oh, That's sweet. (laughs) Um, okay, so hundreds of people saw him. Is this man a performer of some sort? Is it mm. fake snow? Is he is he dying on nativity? No. Did he, <laughs> did he get his dick stuck in the lamb? <laughs> you can't relate everything back to you. Stop talking about your life. <laughs> well, if you would read my Christmas newsletter, then I wouldn't have to talk about it all the time. And this is what you- the mystery is in this case. What was the man doing just before his death, and how did he die? I want to say he was some sort of tightrope walker because they usually are. Oh, face down in the snow. And I got some clues if you if you goddamn pieces of dirt need it. Chief, was this man single by necessity or single by because of his occupation? I don't think him being single really matters. Well, maybe not to you, but to this man, he died alone. <laughs> I think we all probably, die alone. I think as he's dying, it's probably the only thing that matters. Was this man a virgin? You hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. He, he's face down, right? When he dies? When he's face down in the snow. That's important. 
That's what you said, right? Yeah, that's not that's not as important as him dying in the snow. So he could have been face up in the snow. Well, nothing says more important than dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, take a quick uh, quick uh, commercial cutaway for one of our uh, famous '90s PSAs. <laughs> Kids, I know it's fun to joke about death, but there's nothing more important than eventually doing your American civic duty and dying. You see, the earth's getting too hot and there's too many people. I'm the actor who plays Midge Crunch, and my name is Sylvester the Cat. (laughs) And this is The More You Know. This is an egg. This is an egg in a pan. This is an egg in a pan and the oven's on. Cook breakfast eggs. Brought to you by the Paul Newman. <laughs> hey, you're a little girl, but we're going to get you into capitalism now. You know what you need? An easy bake oven. That's how you'll be a good little girl. Or a Barbie car. Not the kind that a Barbie fits in. The kind that you fit in, silly. Drive it around your neighborhood and you'll have value then. Barbie cars and easy bake ovens. Do it to it. Well, we finally caught the guy. So, uh, I guess case closed on this one, no, Chief. No, no, put... no, no. No? All right. I'm marking well, one point clues. for Midge Crunch. Here are the clues. Mm-hmm. It was windy and cold when the man died. The man paid to be where he was, and he was dressed warmly. The man was not wearing shoes. <laughs> I made myself laugh. Wait, wait, wait. The man was engaged in a recreational activity. I know the answer to this What's question. What's the answer? So h- how many feet away was he from the snow? What did it say? It's, it hadn't snowed there in weeks. Can mm. you read that, uh, yep. that, but that part again? Uh, there are no tracks around him, and it had not snowed in several weeks. Okay. So this man was a skier, and... He ejaculated himself out of his skis when he hit a bump, and he flew. I might not give you a point for saying ejaculated, so careful, easy. It's the 90s. We're all careful when we ejaculate. <laughs> Are we? No. Well, we think we're being really <laughs> smart about it. <laughs> uh, so he, he ejected. That's what the word mm-hmm. I uh, meant to say. He ejected himself from his skis, uh, flew hundreds of feet uh, into the air, and then died in the snow. Uh, he was on a... He was on a ski lift yeah. that got oh. stuck, and he fell. And he mm-hmm. fell off the ski lift? The man fell to his death. Ah, to his doom. Mm, you each get a point for that. Okay, he ejaculated himself into heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, anyone else want to say anything 90s before we move on to the next case? Mm, Toe mm. and Earl? Mm, the cartoon Doug. Mm. <laughs> Princess Diana's going to live forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. Chief, She's no, the people's chief. princess. Yeah. What? Uh, a veronical tooth. I, I famously love Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> I do though. I do though. I do love Princess Diana. We got that beanie baby, right? Beanie babies. Can we talk about them? <laughs> it's the nineties. <laughs> I got that Irish one. I put one on a lamp, and its leg melted together. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, one to rock and one to stock. Meaning, I, I put one out on my uh, <laughs> in the living room and. W- Keep one in a uh, glass box because the price is going to skyrocket. <laughs> I'm going to be very rich in 10 years <laughs> because of these beanie babies. I'll just say this, and it's something that can only be said about the 90s. George Bush is president, and he's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next case. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. And the uh, sounds go here, sounds go here. 
Dan walks into a large room wearing his robe. When people see him, they stop talking and look up. After a while, Stan walks away and doesn't reappear for around a week. The people all leave quietly. Some leave Stan money. Uh, Stan is a judge. He's wearing a judge's robe. um, And he's being paid off by someone. You know those judges, they start a trial, then you don't see them for about a week. (laughs) (laughs) Is is that true? Is Stan a judge? No. Do people stan him? (laughs) Is that something that people say in the 90s? Not yet. Uh, What's a... Uh, a nineties. I know you are, but what am I? I'm I'm rubber. You're Stop glue. Stop hitting yourself. Whatever you say sticks off to me and bounces off to you. Something along those lines. What is Stan's profession and where does he work? Can I tell you the first hint? It's my favorite. He's an air traffic control boy. Stan is not homeless or crazy. <laughs> I feel like a long time ago we had a riddle about a man who was walking down the street and like uh, shouting to himself on and, the phone. Yeah, right? on the phone. Yeah. And one of the hits to that was he's not crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was one of our episodes of this show that we're on. Mm-hmm. One of the best hints to get. Actually, no, that was uh, it. Wasn't an episode of the show. That was a podcast that I listened to. I think that they did that on. What the fuck is that word? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Uh, boy, how to explain? Uh, that's a radio show. That uh, you know Conan O'Brien, <laughs> it's like his show, but it's just like audio. His show. Yeah, yeah, just an audio Conan <laughs> O'Brien experience. <laughs> this man, he's an air traffic controller. He's a uh, he's a magician. He's a circus performer. Who wears robes? Wizards, Wizards. judges. End of list. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. What kind of wizards are there? There's you, grand wizards of the clan. Mm-hmm. People look up. We to don't Stan. like them. People look up to Stan. He's tall. Stan likes to surf, but he doesn't play tennis. Likes to surf, but he doesn't play tennis. No. <laughs> uh, so he's one of those uh, cooking wizards. These next two are gonna give it away. Okay. Stan's not a family man, but he is a man for families. He what? What? And then this is the last one. He's not get a ready to man, but he's a man for family. Get ready to buzz in. You're so, gonna get it from so this. So stands one. a priest. Okay. Yep. Oh, he's a efficient. Oh, he marries people. He's a priest. He's a priest. He does mass once a week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and that, the original Latin. Let's he go don't to a commercial eat break. Meat, but he sure likes the bone. <laughs> uh, this Thursday night at 8 p.m., the premiere of Friends. Here's some audio clips from that show. Uh, hey, Marcel. Ooh, what, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah. what are you doing? Get out of that birdcage. You're a monkey. <laughs> That's it. I don't think he's going to marry me. Could oh. I be any more homophobic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing all these pants. I'm Phoebe. I'm spinning in a circle and playing guitar. Whoa, it's me, Joey Lawrence. <laughs> me, Monica? Clean, 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 clean. Clean, 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 clean. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Paul Rudd. You won't see me for ten more years. Ross? Hey, it's me, Paul Reiser. Check out Mad About You. Wow, that show looks like it's going to be great. (laughs) I'm sure that that's going to be a cultural hit. Next commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, come on into Sears and buy some tires and buy some pants. And while you're at it, buy a bed and buy a, you know, a milkshake machine. And, uh, you know, hey, get get more pants and why not another tire? Sears, wear a store or a big store. (laughs) 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 Is that Jack Lemon doing a Sears commercial? (laughs) I don't know. I'm watching the same TV that you are. Hold on. There's more commercials. It's not the show yet. Here's another one. Hi, I'm James Corville Pennies. Please come into Neiman Marcus, my store. <laughs> Neiman Marcus, you're going to like the way you spend your money. 
Also, Walden Books and B. Dalton. Check out all our Neiman Marcus family. Wow, that store's really on the up and up. That store's really going places, that Neiman Marcus. Mm-hmm. I don't like how we do commentary about the commercials on the uh, show. I don't like how we just call it a show. <laughs> I don't like a lot of things. All right, anyone uh, want on. another cup of black coffee? I'm, I burned through this one, so I'm going to need another cup of black coffee. Ooh, could we take a, a quick break to rough up some perps? I'd really love to rough up a perp. Nope. Okay, fine. Are we ready? What a workhorse. A fleet of U.S. naval vessels is heading due north into frigid Arctic waters when it comes under heavy enemy attack. One member of the flotilla Mm. sinks to the bottom and disappears from enemy radar screens. Although the captain and the entire crew went down with the ship, the rest of the fleet does not stop looking for survivors. Did I ever tell you about the time that my uh, favorite uh, ice cream shop became a Mexican restaurant? I went in there and had one of the worst flotillas I've, <laughs> I think I've ever had in my entire life. What the hell is that word? Uh, yeah, the flotilla, I think it's like flotilla a... Flotilla is the floating military. Yeah, it's a flotilla. How have I never heard that word? Flotilla? Uh, when my 16-year-old son, uh, we ha- we threw him a flotilla when he turned 16, <laughs> and he uh, joined the Navy. <laughs> my mom made me a flotilla when I was seven because I love Godzilla and Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what type of ships Two more. the bottom Let's and how just, many crew members were killed? Two what, more things about what a flotilla could be. What kind of ships sank to the bottom? Was it like a relationship? Was it a friendship? Was it a... No. So it's an actual ship that was on water? Mm-hmm. So everyone died except for one person, but mm-hmm. there's still a flotilla. We still don't know sincerely what a flotilla is. I'm, I think it's like an armada, yeah. right? Yeah. It's got to be like an armada. Hello, Mutta. That makes Hello, sense flotilla. in the context of this. <laughs> a fleet of U.S. naval vessels is heading due north into frigid Arctic waters when it comes under heavy enemy attack. One member of the flotilla sinks to the bottom and disappears from enemy radar screens. Although the captain and the entire crew went down with the ship, the rest of the fleet does not stop looking for survivors. What type of ship sank to the bottom and how many crew members were killed? They're looking for survivors? Mm -hmm. This is a Jeff Probst ship. (laughs) (laughs) So so I think I know the... (laughs) Is that Shakira singing the survivor song? <laughs> so I think I know. I think I know the answer to this riddle. Look at the tribe has spoken. Bring me your torch, cause your stuff now. Now, mosquitoes, 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 mosquitoes. The tribe is this Jewish survivor? You miss your family, survivor, survivor. Uh, Shakira should do the survivor theme. It's something that I would say maybe in twenty years. Ooh, good cover. <laughs> Uh, this is a... Um, so what sort of ship would be going to the Arctic Circle and get attacked? Is, this is a submarine. Yes. This is a ship that was designed to go under. Yeah, the crew couldn't survive long in Arctic waters. No crew member was found in the water. The ship went hundreds of feet below the surface. Look at it, I found in Arctic water. Before because the ship is a submarine and none of the crew members were killed. When a submarine goes under, we call it sinking. Yes. So you say, so you might say, Mr. President, the submarine throws mug of coffee against the wall. (laughs) Don't talk back at me. I never talk back about the president, George Bush. The best we'll ever get by that name. (laughs) Case, next case. It's 1992. 
Thousands of people attended a professional sporting event. During the event, a person drives around in a large vehicle for nearly a quarter of an hour. The driver does not count the number of laps, laps completed and doesn't appear to be competing in any way. The spectators often appear disinterested and don't bother to cheer when the driver finishes. This is a Zamboni at mm -hmm. a hockey match. But a good point. Well, people should start cheering. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zamboni makes it a lap around the, the, the ring. If you're not cheering for the Zamboni, you're the jerk. Wait, hold on. Let me take that again. If you're not cheering for the Zamboni, I got to say, you're a jabroni. <laughs> jabroni. That's something that we say here, right? That's what The Rock says. And the rock, not even close. Candy ass, uh, yeah, Rudy, yeah. Rudy Poo. Uh, Can we say candy ass on the network? What network are we on, by the way? TBNBC. <laughs> yep. And on that, a commercial break. TBNBC. Ready? Tuberculosis NBC. <laughs> Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck, Fuck it. it. <laughs> Touch Fuck it. Lick it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Move it. Finish. The Playboy roll, Channel. Roll over. <laughs> Cry. 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 Kiss it. Cry. Leave Cry. it. <laughs> Leave it. Call it. Text it. Regret it. Regret it. Bop it. <laughs> Twist it. Shower. <laughs> All right. I got to get that game. Nope. Next commercial print. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Do you like butterflies and unicorns? Do you like when your notebooks have bright colors? Do you like it when there's pandas that are bright colors? We're trying or to unicorns sleep. that We're are bright trying colors? To sleep. Lisa Frank! It's me, Lisa Frank! I'm in your room! Wake up! <laughs> oh, please, what do you want? Look outside the window. It's post-apocalyptic neon pastels. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Look, it's keep a, your eyes open. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Please. Whatever you want. I'll take a Trapper Keeper, please. You'll never dream in black and white again. So you want these erasers? What? What? We want these erasers? Yeah, and you want my pencil? Uh, yeah, I guess I want I mean, pencils. I have an eraser. I might as well... Uh... You want it all? Lisa Frank backpack. Lisa Frank backpack. I, I can't walk to school wearing this. <laughs> Lisa Frank backpack. I can't, wear, I can't wear a backpack with three purple dolphins on it to school. I, I can't. Ask me, ask me, ask me how I come up with my art. Ask you out? Ask me how I come up with my art. How Would you, you like to go out to dinner? <laughs> I have people who just did drugs breathe into my mouth. <laughs> and then I have an entire strawberry sundae um, with a bunch of uh, caffeine pills in it. <laughs> Hi. If you're like me, you have three filthy Neanderthal boys who get your house so filthy dirty with their damn footprints and their damn tire tracks and who rides a BMX bike in the house. Well, that's why I reach for Simple Times Whiskey. <laughs> The only whiskey that gets me absolutely shwasty, shit-faced, blacked out. And so I get fucking drunk. I get my drink on when I'm drinking. Simple times. Whiskey for boys, for moms with boys. Mom made mess again. Mom don't care. Mom, hey, fuck you, dude. <laughs> mom, mom, says, mom says, shut your mouth, you little shitbag, bird, bird of crap. Your dad's dead. <laughs> I'm the mom now. Whiskey time. Simple whiskey. Glug, 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 glug. Ooh, I'm going to be sick. Hey, kids. Hey. You know, hey. You know how you had Lunchables yesterday for lunch? Yes. Yeah, we loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, today we have something new. They're called Dinnerables. Dinnerables? No. So tell us about that. Well, hold on. That's not what I said. 
He said you're dinnerables. Mis- you're misrepresenting what I said. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to read the line. I said dinnerables. Dinnerables. Well, dinnerables. What is it? Dinnerables. Dinnerables? Dinnerables? What are dinnerables, mister? Hold How on. Can you I say need it to so teach well. someone a lesson. I don't. I'm trying my best. Okay, did you enroll in elocution classes as like I asked you to? Elocution? What did I say? <laughs> Loc- <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay. What did you say to me? Elocution. What did I say? Elocution. I s- okay. Well, I've been put in my place. Dinnerables. When your dad is sad and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Respect me. <laughs> oh, good products this week, Chief. Good products. Some years ago, a man left his job to travel around the world with a famous group. The group evaluated the man's credentials and told him he could not join it. The man was elated. The man was elated? Mm-hmm. That sounds like an Aerosmith song. Dude looks like elated. This guy is really happy. Some years ago, a man left his job to travel around the world with a famous group. The group evaluated the man's credentials and told him he could not join it. The man was elated. So he left his job to join the group. The group said, fuck off. And the guy was like, yes. So he just wanted to quit his job and he needed an excuse. He was an investigative reporter who got embedded in, let's just call it NAMBLA. Uh, (laughs) And they said, nope, you can't join. And he was happy about it. This man was Pete Best. Ooh. The band was the Beatles. And he didn't want to go to Germany. No. You're not in did a, the band, you're not totally off time-wise. Did the group literally say he couldn't join it? Or was there just some reason why he couldn't join it? Like, did, is it Leonard Skinner and they, they all They evaluated died? his credentials and he okay. couldn't join it. Oh, yeah. The guy The guy was, um, uh, he was, who's the guy that died? Uh, the Big Bopper. Mm-hmm. So we lost the Big Bopper. We lost the uh, old um, uh, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. What's it? La Bamba. Rest Richie Valens. Pa- rest in power. Richie Valens, the big bopper. This man was supposed to be on that, that um, plane. That plane. Mm-hmm. Is that true? No. Oh. God. Okay, so he went to tour with a group. Is it a musical group? No. No. Mm, is it an entertainment group? No. Does this thing have anything to do with the Iran hostage crisis? No. Interesting. But you're... I'm thinking about the right thing. You're thinking like you're getting closer. <clears throat> so you said right timeline with Beatles. So this would be Vietnam War. So the the group was the army during Vietnam. Uh-huh. A man was an American in his early 20s. The group was planning a trip to Southeast Asia. Planning a trip. The year was one of the great one of great turmoil and the group is a source of major controversy. The year was in the 1960s, Uncle Sam made the man attempt to join. I just got back from a trip of duty. <laughs> the man tried to join the U.S. Army in 1969. Well, I wouldn't say he quit his job. I would say he got drafted. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, well and by the way, he probably didn't have a job, right? He's in his 20s. What was his job? Being one of those jerk-off hippies that... <laughs> Putting flowers and guns. <laughs> smoking their weed cigars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Smoke of their grown-up cigarettes. Speaking of cigarettes, let's just smoke t- on TV. Can't everyone, here we go. Okay. Smoke, let's smoke, oh, smoke. Hold on, let me uh, show my ass, because we can do that in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, we can show our asses and smoke on TV. It's the golden age of television. <laughs> and I'm your lady boss. Can you believe it? You're a lady? Yeah. Wow. Veronica Latooth. We can thank Working Girl 
it must be that time of the month because you have some big old shoulder pads. <laughs> and my name is Midge Crunch, and I believe I'm also a woman. <laughs> Are we ready? Yes. yes. The young son of a single mother leaves his home to trespass on his neighbor's property. Vietnam. While there, he steals from the neighbor and Submarine. takes off all of his clothes before running back home. Although he is seen and chased, he is not caught and no charges are pressed. The he's... young man's a pig. He's greased up. <laughs> Again, stop talking about your life. Um, is this man a Sasquatch? Yes? <laughs> he was seen and chased. So they saw him naked. They chased him. Who's they? Is that the neighbors? So the neighbors saw the young kid. He's young, and he took off all his clothes, and he also stole a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. Did he steal clothes? No. Mm. The son is young. Uh, no, sorry. The young son. <laughs> Oops. The young son of a single mother leaves his home to trespass on his neighbor's property. While there, he steals from the neighbor and takes off all of his clothes before running back home. Although he is seen and chased, he is not caught, and no charges are pressed. So... He lives in a nudist colony? You can't press anything on a naked man. You're going to leave a mark. No. Huh. Hmm. He is seen. He is seen. Is he identified? Yeah. Okay. he's human? Mm. No. He's not a human. He's not a human. Mm-mm. Of so a single a mother. Kid is a goat. It's sort of a famous... Famous kid. I'll give you some hints. Okay. Is it Little Red Riding Hood? The thief had three sisters. His father was killed by the same neighbor. He wears only a blue jacket and clogs. Iconic. Blue jacket and clogs. He is a famous literary character. He has distinctive ears. Ooh. Um, ooh. Who's that kid who put his finger in the dam? Paddington. <laughs> he has distinctive a, ears. So he would be... Is this a Charlie Brown character? Is this Pinocchio? No. He, hmm. Wait, he killed his father? I'm sorry, I no, missed his, something. The neighbor killed his father. The neighbor killed his... He goes over. Maybe he steals vegetables. Ooh, Atticus oh, Finch. Peter Rabbit. This is, Peter Rabbit. This is Boo Radley. You're right. Peter <laughs> Rabbit, what's the score? Ooh, okay. So that's going to be uh, one to one. All right. <laughs> and let's do a commercial break now. With real commercials, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one's real. <laughs> Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of, it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. Like a dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, ab- no. The, and honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could, would you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm -hmm. You just upload any pictures you have, pops up into the frame immediately. If you, like I bought my mom a frame, I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames, and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Uh, yeah, people can, I can actually see that. see that. Sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. <laughs> it's perfect for Mother's Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to I want her to see this stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um 
you know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame, and the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray, your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames Ooh. are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, you know no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay? Mm-hmm. If I start Whenever with, you're okay. ready. Henson shaving! You better shave your hair! How was that? It was pretty good. I, it's, okay. It was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great, because the the... The call, my call said Yacht Rock. I mean, that's why they, that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS, International Space Station, and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay. Now, I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, International Space Station. I'll give you a, I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel, if that's okay. Perfect. You gotta shave in space. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it, and our uh, aliens don't buy our product. So that's um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JBC razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem; it's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach, and so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, Hanson shaving, shaving at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do we think? That was actually pretty good. That's more of a Elvis. Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the fifties, I want to say mm-hmm. Henson Razors works with standard dual edge blades to give you the old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. Just like in the 1950s when razors were like 3 to $5 a year. And now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. And Henson Shaving wants the best razor. Not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh, Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient sucked book of in. evil. To an ancient book of evil. Yeah, so she's and not going to She's be in a world we can't even us. begin to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash riddle to pick the razor for you and use code riddle and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash riddle and use code riddle. Okay, 100 free blades. Let me just do uh, another. Whenever you're ready. Another jingle? Okay, 100 free blades. He's the black hunter of vampires, and there's a hundred of him. Henson shaving! 100 free blades! So is it like Blade siblings, or he he got cloned, or... I don't quite know how it works. (laughs) 
This show is brought to you by Helix Sleep. You know what? All of this, all of this trying to get Aaron out of this uh, ancient evil book that she's been sucked into has really drained me, Adel. And I think it's time for us to just take a little nap. And what better way to do it than on our Helix Sleep mattresses? Oh, Helix Sleep is the saving grace in my life right Mm -hmm. now. I'm so stressed. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I'd be able to sleep. But because of my Helix Sleep mattress, I sleep like a baby, even though Aaron's, you know, somewhere in the dark abyss of uh, the uh, book. uh, And we don't know. We don't know what's in the book. We just know that it's a book. We don't know that she doesn't have a Helix Sleep mattress in there. We don't know that inside of the book you can't take the Helix Sleep quiz, which I did, and I got matched with a Midnight Lux mattress, which is one of the best night's sleep I've ever had on this mattress. It's it's such a relaxing sleep, and we don't know that that's not what Aaron's experiencing in the book that she got sucked into. Yes, and we realize everybody is unique, Mm -hmm. and everyone sleeps differently. You know, Aaron sleeps inside of a book. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I know me, Gemma, our cats, Mm -hmm. we all lay on this bed, and we all just zonk. We're all just so comfortable. Yeah. Plus, it's shipped straight to your door, free of charge, and you get a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Plus, models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side, models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions, plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if there were to be a mattress that helps you sleep in the abyss of the book that you're trapped into, I think Helix would be a strong contender for making that mattress, which they don't currently, I do have to say. Yeah, and we should say their um, sort of booklet that comes with the mattress, if you open that, you're totally fine. You're not going to, it's not going to put you in a new sort of- The book uh, that Aaron got sucked into was over 100 years old. So Helix hasn't been around as a company for that long. Not to knock them, but I mean, like a lot of companies haven't been around for over 100 years. They're going to be. And that's they because surely will. That's because they're doing such things as offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash riddle and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And don't touch 100-year-old books. All right, we're back, just in time to go on another commercial break. (laughs) To cover up for your sins, crimp your hair and put butterfly clips in. (laughs) Butterfly clips, cover up for your sins with butterfly clips. (laughs) (laughs) One of the coolest things, your hair, it's a wrap, it's a wrap, we'll ever get to wear. It's a wrap, it's a wrap, it's quick wraps from Conair. It's quick wrap from Conair. Careful what you do. You're going to burn yourself really bad. You could mm. damage your scalp for life. And if you don't, the doctors would never be able to find you. Simply a very sickly child, and you'd get all burned up, and you'd have to live in a home for burned up children. Quick up from Conair. Whoa. We promise you won't have to live in a house for burned up children. No, no, so this promise cannot be fulfilled because you will have to live in a house for burned up children. Your house and burn your scalp for really bad. You have to go live in a house and burn children. <laughs> a wolf who owns a house that he was very bad. He doesn't want you with a house. It's quick right from Tanner. Whoa. <laughs> hey kids, you know how yesterday we had dinner bowls? Yeah, Dad. But that we- was yesterday. It mm-hmm. felt like two weeks ago. Where have you been? Out. <laughs> well, tonight, after dinner, we're gonna have some dessertables. 
Hmm. What are desertables, Dad? Didn't you say that we were desertables and then you left <laughs> for two weeks? Well, that's what I said, uh-huh. but then your mom passed away, so now I'm back. Yay! Dad, what are desertables? Desertables are like lunchables or dinnerables, but for fucking dessert. And we eat them in front of the TV while you watch whatever you want? That's right. Or you can eat them in your room. You decide. Um, our room, please. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're sleeping in the living room, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm mewling. Take a slice of this uh, chocolate. Now oh. a slice of bologna. Now a cracker. <laughs> and now eat it. Oh, I don't want to, sir. Uh, eat it. <laughs> Delicious. Desertables when your dad really is at the end of his row. What did you say? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. Uh and the score is one, one to one. Well, I, I actually miscounted that, uh, Chief. It's actually three to two in my favor. That's right, old Midge Crunch is on top. All right, here's your next case. A young girl is abandoned by her family. Even though I consider myself a power bottom. <laughs> coffee, 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 cigarettes, 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 huge suits, crazy haircuts, mustaches. Let's do this. A young girl is abandoned by her family. She befriends a group of social outcasts and joins their gang. After learning of the girl's whereabouts, her family finds her and poisons her. The girl slips into a coma but does not die. Snow White. Yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> is, that just the, is that just the tale of Snow White, Chief? Snow White survived the poisoning by getting a kiss from Prince Charming. Yeah, I wish I could survive uh, poisoning by getting a kiss from some Prince Charming. Next one. Wilma is working diligently in a lab when she gets a tremendous urge. Flintstones. Nope. You said Wilma. For a cigarette. (laughs) Flintstones. There aren't any no smoking signs posted, and the chemicals she is working with pose no real fire hazard. As soon as Wilma strikes a match, her boss fires her for destroying his work. Her boss was a fart collector. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop talking about your life, Mitch. (laughs) So So she struck a match, destroyed his collection. What was the first part of it? Working, she was working diligently in a lab when Late she gets a tremendous urge <laughs> for a cigarette. There aren't any, no smoking signs posted, and the chemicals she is working with pose no real fire hazard. As soon as Wilma strikes a match, her boss fires her for destroying his work. Is his work the match? No. That's <laughs> a funny and cool guess. What kind of lab did Wilma work in, and what is her ex-boss's profession? She so, worked inside a chocolate lab. <laughs> who's a good boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> And if you let a mansion set of a chocolate lab, you'll destroy that dog. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Chief. Is this a profession that uh, kind of would exist definitely in the '90s, but maybe in let's just call it 30 years from now, probably wouldn't exist much anymore? No, this still kind of exists. There's definitely a way more modern version to be this profession, but people still use these labs, especially if you're like a little bit pretentious. Would the light? But would the light? Well, I guess the light would still ruin photo it. Lab. It's a yeah. photo lab. The light yeah. ruined a picture. Mm-hmm. The and, lab is a dark room run by Wilma's ex-boss, who is a photographer. And just so I know, just so I know, 30 years from now, people are still using these? No, right? Oh, shoot. Forgot that we are in the 90s. 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, I can tell we're in the 90s because I call my handcuffs slap bracelets. That's the only way to know for sure. I can tell we're in the 90s because uh, this is a TV show and we're three only white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do coke and nobody bats an eye. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Kim travels all around the world for free without ever buying a plane ticket or paying for lodging. She travels quickly. In some cases, she visits three different continents in a single week. She works in every country that she visits, but 
only gets paid in one. Kim's a corpse. Kim is a prostitute seagull. <laughs> prostitute seagull, I loved how I met your mother. <laughs> uh, uh, prostitute seagull, uh, I loved, oh God, just uh, Steven, Steven Seagull movie. Uh, what's the one where he's on Under the Air Under Sea. Under Sea. No. Okay, but- sir, this boat's gonna sink because we're a submarine. <laughs> what is the woman's occupation and what type of company does she work so for? So she travels around the world, but she doesn't pay. Is she a postage stamp? Oh, is this the woman on the what postage stamp? What a line stamp? of work. <laughs> is this a, a Lady Liberty who no. is on every postage stamp? No, this is that's a cool guess. She but no. travels around the world. It she do, doesn't pay. It, w- would this person be a, and, and I'm gonna use the term that we use in the 90s, stewardess? Eh, closer. She's certainly not a female pilot. Yep. In Kim the 90s? is a pilot who works for an airline. Oh, the pilot was the mother? Yep. Everything I know about the 90s is going out the window. Mm-hmm. And back to a commercial break. To cover up for your sins, crimp your hair and put butterfly clips in. Butterfly clips. Crimping your hair and cover up your sins. You do bad things, crimp your hair and put butterfly clips in. Hey, the answer to that last thing was that the pilot was a woman. Speaking of women pilots, check out this new episode of Grace Under Fire. <laughs> shoot, shoot at Grace, shoot at Grace. I would like to be above the fire. <laughs> no, you're under fire. Okay, can I be beside the fire? No, you're under fire. All right, I would like to be parallel to the fire. Women can't parallel park. Adjacent to the fire. Adjacent to the fire? Mm-hmm. We can bring in Jason Siegel. <laughs> I'm under siege. <laughs> hey, kids, do you like the series Goosebumps? Well, you're going to love this new series from author J.P. Riddles called Swan Lumps. Here's the ad for it. What's that? I couldn't hear that stupid thing because I was too busy jamming out to my Sony Discman. <laughs> That's right, Sony Discman. The only way to listen to music, even though it's not very good. And if you hold it wrong, it will skip and ruin your CDs. Wait, can I listen to Space Hog? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. They're my favorite band. Yeah, here's their song now. In the meantime, forever green and fire blue. Wow, wow. Sorry, I touched the Sony Discman. <laughs> you touch it and it just ruins songs. Uh, Chief, oh, God, these what? uh these products they're selling themselves. Are they? But I'd sell myself if I got another uh, one of these cases. I gotta get I gotta get off of this desk. A deafening sound cracks through the air in a warm summer's day. People emerge from their homes to see about the racket, only to hear the noise again. Suddenly, and without warning, several huge objects come charging into view. Jumanji. Yeah, it's obviously the board game Jumanji. No, no. No, 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 no. Okay, it's a loud sound. Mm-hmm. It's quite a commotion. People come out of their homes. A deafening sound cracks through the air in a warm summer's day. People emerge from their homes to see about the racket, only to hear the noise again. Suddenly, and without warning, several huge objects come charging into view. These are thunderbolts, and this is a twister. And these are multiple tornadoes bearing down at the same location. No. A perfect storm of tornadoes. What are the objects, and where can they be found? Are they animals? No. Are they... Cores? 
Are they cores or buses or planes? No. Hmm. The sound is one of the jet engines falling out of the sky, Donnie Darko. <laughs> A movie that's coming out or is already <laughs> out. I think coming out. It's coming out soon. October Sky is now or later? Sure. <laughs> when is that? Are these you're rocket not, ships? Oh, you're getting closer. Can you read it one more time? Mm-hmm. A deafening sound cracks through the air on a warm summer's day. People emerge from their homes to see about the racket, only to hear the noise again. Suddenly and without warning, several huge objects come charging into view. The objects are associated with technology. They aim to dazzle onlookers. It's not unusual to see the huge objects roll, dive, and spin. Northern Lights? Fireworks? Roll, dive, and spin. Are these... The sound barrier is not much of a barrier. Oh, it's the, the, it's blue, angels. Angels. Blue, the blue Angels. Blue Angels. Blue Angels. Blue Angels. Flight team. They travel, the, they travel to air shows around the globe. Chief, we're getting a lot of uh, Navy, Army-related Well, I was uh, in the Army. You were in the Army? Of course I was. What were you doing in the Army, Chief? Well, 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 uh, mm. Tell uh, us more, tell us more. I was fighting other people. <laughs> tell us more, tell us more. Don't pry into my experience, it's traumatizing. Well, did you have a French? <laughs> uh, we made out down in a rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready? Uh-huh. Following a shipwreck in the 1960s, a group of survivors safely makes its way to an submarine uninhabited <laughs> island. The island has no food other than bananas and coconuts. That's a funny word. The people make no real effort to farm the land. Those are food. Yet they never go hungry. The survivors' plight is well known by the American public, but no rescue attempt is made. You're describing survivor. <laughs> So there's no food, but there is bananas and coconuts? Yes. That's food. I would say that that's food. I mean, I would never. What is the name of the island and how many people survived the The shipwreck? island of Dr. Moran. <laughs> Wait, nope. this is, um, this is uh, what's the island? Uh, Dr. No's island, right? That's it. Scaramanga, the man with the golden gun. <laughs> well, JVC broke. <laughs> 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 it's coconuts and bananas only. We should know the name of the islands. This is a famous. So, what island? are some famous islands? Fantasy mm -hmm. Island, Love Island, uh, Lost. Are you islands. fucking joking? Are you fucking? Joking? Are you fucking joking? The island does not appear in any maps. The ship was a small charter boat. Fantasy Island. Oh, oh, uh, Skull uh, Island. All of the people on the ship uh, survived the wreck. A four-hour cruise. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Travels. Island. And seven people survived. I didn't know it was seven. Yes, uh, I can do it right now. The millionaire and his wife. The skipper and his wife. And Gilligan and his wife. <laughs> Yes? Oh, it's only six. <laughs> and one um, Extra wife. <laughs> of course. The, the, it's either a gay man or an extra wife. Of course, the question everybody asks is, uh, do you prefer the wife or the wife? <laughs> I'm more of a wife, right? Okay, if I were in that show, I think I'd be the wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, next case. I never watched that show. I never did. Me neither. Just shoot me. <laughs> no, I did watch that show. I like that David Spade. <laughs> Jack works with leather and focuses on developing new ways to support people. Jack's work often causes women great pain. While Jack's victims don't know Jack, they sometimes pay large sums of money to experience the result of his professional efforts. 
His work focuses on leather, which is basically just skin. He's a skin doctor. No. His work is, he's a leather, he's a leatherman. He's a leather daddy. Mm. He designs those leather fuck suits that you see in clubs. <laughs> Does he suspend people from hooks? No. <laughs> then he'd be a spin doctor. So he works in leather. He causes people pain. Mm-hmm. People line up to, what was it? Uh, Does he call large sums of money to experience the results of his professional he's a, efforts? He's like a fashion model. He's a he makes. Um, yeah, does he make cool like clothes? very constricting clothes? Mm. Very constricting, like a, a what are those called? Uh, girdles? No. What are those? Leather. What are those like whalebone things called? Corsets. Uh, corsets. Nope. Uh, Corset. I dreamed a dream. Jack's creations always have numbers stamped on them. Mm. Oh, yikes. Jack, you're totally on the right track, though. Jack purposely looks forward. No. Nothing Jack purposely good looks comes from towards numbers. the ground when he's walking down the street. Oh, that's just a good practice. He, he looks can, down at the ground while walking. He's a walking. designer, but he doesn't make jeans. What does he make? Oh, a piece le- of clothing. He's a Jack Madden, and he makes leather shoes. Yes. Mm. And they're uncomfortable? Like high heel shoes. Oh, high heel shoes. Okay, mm. gotcha. I was going to say, I'm very comfortable in the clothes that I'm wearing. I'm wearing a suit that's six men too big for me. <laughs> six men too big. And I'm big. swimming in it. Um, uh, what size suit are you? Uh, three men. <laughs> <laughs> three grown men. Three men and a little baby, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Well, yeah. I but, put on some uh, baby fat. By the summer, I'll have this little baby all the way uh, tucked back, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and now let's go to a commercial break. Oh, man, my Tamagotchi died. Oh, you should get a Digimon. A what? A Digimon. Wrong era. Really? Uh... I'm from the future. <laughs> Come with me if you want to make money. I'm good. Tons of money. I'm good. Really? Well, how much money? And uh, tell oh. me in 90s terms how much money. In 90s terms? Oh, 200 bucks? <laughs> Holy crumbs. I'll quit my job. Well, don't do that. Mm. Where do you work? Uh, Crumb Factory. The Cum Factory? <laughs> I work at the Cum Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a Cup Down spinoff podcast. Oh, you know what? I'm I must have the wrong house. It's a Cup Down review podcast. No, I'm good. You good? I'm good. I can take you to the Cup Factory. No, I on got- Tuesday nights. <laughs> Dharma and Greg, because white couples are always interesting. And Dharma and Greg, what are they getting up to? Dharma and Greg, they're happy to meet you. Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg don't have sex, and they're going to end up in a home for burning children. <laughs> What's up, buddies? Looks like I'm on this jury. Whistle. Guilty. <laughs> and that was that ad. <laughs> You know what I could go for, Tiffany? I want Steve Madden, those like black uh, platform Steve Madden uh, shoes and a black choker. What do you want at the mall? Hmm, I just want an Annie Wetzel's and a pretzel. And what do you want at the mall? I want a, some John Maddens. Ooh, the high heels? Mm-hmm. That, hurt, that hurt, are made hurt from footballs? Feet, feet, feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, on the count of three, everyone say, go mall. One, two, three, go, go mall. mall. I forgot to count. I was hoping you would count. <laughs> oh, boy, Chief. Uh, these cases aren't getting any easier. But I'll tell you what is getting easier. I'm getting a little drunker as we go on because it's the 90s. and of I can, Of course there's something in our coffee. Yeah, pour, pour some uh, simple times whiskey into my coffee, into my big black cup of coffee. Are we ready for maybe one or two more? Yes, sure, yes, Chief. Please. 
Benjamin carries a book of matches in his pocket. Every night he walks into a room full of people, takes out the book of matches, and mesmerizes each person in the crowd. He hears gasps, sighs, and then applause. But he can't speak while the audience is reacting. Away. Hmm. Can't speak while the audience is reacting. He's he takes a, out a book of matches. He's a member of uh, No Doubt, and they're playing their seminal hits. Don't Spider speak. Web. <laughs> Spider Web, yes. Is that correct? Mm. Is he a magician? Oh, is it like Penn and Teller? It's like, yeah, but specifically what, though? Is the act being taped? He's a fire so. starter. Ooh. Fire. He's a pyromaniac. He's a fire. He's a fireman. Fire. He can't speak while the audience is reacting. He's a fire. He's a narcoleptic. <laughs> He's asleep. He fire eater. Yes. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Benjamin chomp, is a fire chomp, eater. Chomp. He uses the matches to light the torches that he puts in his mouth. Oh. Mm. Okay. So he lights those uh, with matches. Now I'm so hungry. For he should get a lighter. Perkins. <laughs> Uh, Perk, oh, you want to see a commercial for Perkins? No, I'm good. Great. Let's do it. <laughs> Maria takes small, painstaking steps. I'm sorry, I said this wrong. Maria CVS takes small, mm -hmm. painstaking steps every night, often using a stick to help her along. Strangers watch her, but no one ever offers to help. The threat of Maria CVS stumbling causes some people to shield their eyes. I mean, you're just describing an old person. <laughs> Yeah, this is an old cane, person. Yeah. I wouldn't help an old person. You wouldn't steal a car. I mean, yeah, old people. Somebody with a cane? They have their pride. Does she have a cane? Is it a cane situation? She has a small no. stick. She has a small stick to help her move along. Is she an old person? Is she a witch? Is she, bl is she, she blind? Broom? Is it a blind man's stick? No. Hmm. Stick. What is Maria's livelihood? Oh, and stick where a gun. Can she be found? Stick a gun. No. She has a small stick to help her along. Stick shift. Maria isn't sick or old. Stick, stick, Is she stick. crazy or homeless? No. <laughs> it didn't say she wasn't. Her job requires a fine-tuned physique. It would be great if any any riddle that didn't say they were crazy, it's like, they're crazy. Yeah, end of, end of riddle. Is Maria CVS a superhero like Daredevil? No, but flashy outfits make up most of her wardrobe. Oh, she's a crossing guard? <laughs> flashy outfits. She really outfits. looks down on her audience. Oh, she sucks? Is this a she's person? Judgmental? Is, she's judgmental. Her she's whole a bad person. family is in on the act. Her, oh, she's a circus performer. She, yeah. She's a tightrope walker. She's Tight, a tight rope, rope walker. walker. All right, that means whatever your name is, you have four points to my four points. I do want to see the, uh, I know there's a new show coming out called Tight Rope Walker Ranger. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Starring uh, Fuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> so just so I'm clear, mm -hmm. what we're going to see is a show starring <laughs> Fuck Norris called Tight Rope Walker Texas Ranger? Ranger? Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. We've been canceled. <laughs> huh. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know why they paid for an ad to close their show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That looks good, though. That looks real good. Yeah, too bad. I think it's been canceled. Hmm. Are we going to get canceled? No, 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 no. We'll be on. Hey, we'll be on for the entirety of the 90s. Okay, because I just bought a mansion. Hi, I'm here to advertise for thin eyebrows. <laughs> you think this is a good idea now? You're going to have thin eyebrows and dark lipstick? Well, fuck you. You're going to hate it in 20 years. But anyways, do it now, and then you'll be so screwed over when you try to grow your eyebrows out in, like, 2009. Good luck. 
Hi, I'm JC Penny, and this is an ad <laughs> for plaid shirts. Now I know what you're thinking. Plaid shirts. Is anyone going to think these are cool? And the answer is Careful. yes, for a few years. <laughs> and then, big no. And then, yes. And then, no, 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 no. And then it'll come all the way back to, oh, yeah. And then it'll be 1998. And people will be like, oh, I'm done with these things. But then one guy, he's going to buy all the plaid shirts, all the plaid shirts in old J.C. Penny's house. And uh, just so everybody knows, so you can just call me JCP. Uh, that's J.C. Penny's. We're rebranding to that anyway. Uh, anyway, plaid shirts uh, for one man. Have you ever wanted to look like you're floating down the hallways in high school? Yes! Yeah. Get Jinko jeans. <laughs> look, I can c- fit a canoe in my pants. Isn't what? that crazy? <laughs> arf, arf, it's me, canoe dog, and I fit in these pants. Mm-hmm, Jinko jeans. Mm-hmm, it's pronounced Jinko. What did I say? Jinko. Okay. Okay! Did you take your electri- electricity classes? <laughs> uh-huh, and these things hold a current. <laughs> Style... <laughs> Uh, All right, Chief, one more uh, one more. Riddle? One more. These things don't get any easier, but I do care less and less about them as we go on. And, Chief, all these riddles you're telling us, we have to contact the families and tell them about the deaths? Of course. Okay. Naturally, I'm not going to do that. Natural death. Natural causes. Are we ready? Yes, Chief. Mm-hmm. A man captures a wild animal and brings it back to civilization. Most days, the man leaves the animal alone, and the animal ventures out on his own. The animal often gets into trouble, and the man must intervene to set things right. The man is distinguished from others by his distinctive clothing, which he appears to wear every day. Turner and Hooch? No. This could be anybody cut. Although that TV show is coming out. Mm. The Turner and Hooch TV show. Is this a cartoon? Is this this Elmer Fudd? Curious George? The Mm -hmm. man in the yellow hat? The man in the yellow hat. It Mm. is. Wow. And that means Ocelot... You win the contest. Fair and square, you beat me. You get to change your name from Benny Salvum to Ocelot something. And I have to go apologize to those teacups you puked on or whatever. <laughs> but you know what? This has changed my mind. If you two can make up and apologize to that Ferris wheel and you shot someone, I think. No, I launched a garbage man into space. <laughs> <laughs> if you can clean up that mess, I want you both back in the field. But still help me, God, if people like this episode, you'll be back in trouble and back trying to get out of trouble. And maybe we'll make it so it's the 2000s or something. Well, there's one thing I can say with 100% degree certainty, Chief. People will not like this episode. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. I'm Lisa Frank. Look at me. Look at my colors. <laughs> Uh, guys, that was a fun hour of TV, right? Yeah. It was a blast. God, man, I remember how bad shows used to be in the 90s. I And how little thought people seemed to put into yeah. broadcasting. I can't believe how they kept the 90s ads, even though they're rerunning. Yeah, that's, you know what? Now. That's classic. That's cool. I'm glad that they're doing that now on Hulu. Well, see, we got to episode 90. We took a little break, watched some TV. Feels pretty good. Anything to plug at all? Um, check out Squeezits are a great source of vitamin D and C. Gushers are a, a delicious snack. And um, check me out, Adorify, on the Flophouse podcast I was on recently talking about the worst movie I've ever seen called The Fanatic. 
written and directed by Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit and starring John Travolta. Nice. Um, well, we are in the thick of April right now, so I would definitely check out Showers, <laughs> April Showers, and uh, I would be eagerly anticipating some of those sweet, sweet. Mayflowers. Uh, not the one that Christopher Columbus sailed over on uh, for all you gals and girls out there who... You could have just said you didn't have anything to plug. I don't. <laughs> oh, you can follow me on Twitter at <laughs> JPSoFly. Or also, if you want to um, visit the grave of uh, Peter Parker's aunt, um, you want to bring her flowers. Yes. May. You want to bring May, aunt May flowers. Aunt May flowers. Nice. Um, follow me, Aaron Keefe 10 on Instagram. Aaron Keefe 2 on Twitter. Uh, look up my web series, Welcome Up on Welcome Up. Welcome back <laughs> Welcome on up. YouTube. Um, uh, follow, uh, join our Patreon uh, to get our newsletter and to get all of our bonus content and our D and D episodes and all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, come see us in World News uh, every Saturday at eight and ten at the I O Theater. And of course, Aaron, in the '90s, we didn't know any better. So there was a planet that we now know is just a um, hunk of frozen ice. Mm-hmm. But that planet is Jupiter. As uh, hey, it's Pluto. Jupiter. Hmm? Pluto. Bye, bye forever. <laughs> bye forever. Starring Aaron Keenan and John Patrick Cohen, Casey Tony did the editing, and Marty Parrish did the music. <laughs> That was a headgum podcast.